Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Raider Nation, welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast brought to you by Tyler, Micah, and Birch bringing you another winning episode, gentlemen. Sitting at 5-3, and three, heading into the AFC West division stretch. Gentlemen, how you feeling? Birch, let's start with you, man. How you doing, man? How, how, how Halfway through the season, 5-3, and three, you feeling pretty good? Well, my blood pressure kind of finally came down after the end of that <laughs> last game. My goodness. Talk about... Tyler and I, I mean, we were talking about this. It's like, hey, let's, uh, let's kick a field goal and put our faith in our defense since we're so yeah. amazing. But you know what? It paid off. Isaiah Johnson made a couple of amazing plays playing through yes, to the whistle. And you know what? It feels great. Five and three. I mean, last year we were six and four um, heading into the final stretch. This feels totally different to me. Um, it feels a lot better. Um, which we'll get into uh, a little bit later in the pod, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, I feel great. Nice. Nice. Tyler, do you have – do you do – you, do, you, uh, do you agree I with concur. those sentiments? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I concur. San Diego <laughs> Superchargers. I, I knew it was San coming. San Diego Superchargers. Don't be I, you a know, traitor like a raider. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? When we need uh, when we need a concert for the podcast, I'll hit you up. Uh, raider Nation is always. I'm going to do a-, a collab with uh, Jedi Joy and the dude on the pier from San Diego. <laughs> Please do. Oh my goodness! A triple collab, ladies and gentlemen. The world. It's 2020. The world needs it. The world actually requires it as penitence for all of the blood spilt during this year. I almost feel like maybe that's why we're in the mess we're in in 2020. Because of Jedi Joy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, Radio Nation, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, there was... A Raider fan, Raider fans that decided to come out with the new Raider anthem. If you're on Twitter, I'm sure you've seen it. And <laughs> what, what's the the Twitter handle? It's like Raider Jedi or something like that. Jedi. Raiders. I think it's called Naked Jedi. <laughs> oh, even I'm better. pretty sure it's Naked Jedi. Naked That's the Jedi. dude. And Jedi Joy is the, is the uh, woman. Are we sure about that? I don't <laughs> Not know. Not sure. Um. Anyway. They decided to dub this, this, I, I can't even call it a song. I can't even call it like, I, I don't know what it is. This noise, uh, the new <laughs> anthem for Raider Nation. 
Um, uh, it's just bloody awful. We'll just put it that way. It's it's uh, the if, best. It's the best medicine for a bad day. <laughs> is what it is. Yes, it is. You're having a bad day. Go watch the YouTube extended version for nine minutes and forty eight <laughs> seconds. <laughs> That's pretty bad that you know how long it lasts. I've had a few bad That's days. Worse. Birch, leave me alone. <laughs> It makes me feel better about myself. My confidence goes through the roof when I watch that. We're almost tempted to set it as the bumper music for the podcast. (laughs) The intro and the outro. I have it as my ringtone. Um, So every time somebody gives me a call, it just puts a smile on my face. Prove it. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't checked it out before, don't. Like, just save yourself. Save yourself some embarrassment, some toe curling. It's bad. It's really bad. Um, anyway, for those of you who do know what we're talking about, yeah, you know what's up. Uh, anyway, you want to be on the podcast, give us a call, 208-557-9771. Follow us on Twitter at Behind Patch for content, retweets. We always put the show out there. You can find this podcast on all major platforms and minor platforms. Heck, you can find them on everywhere. Uh, leave us a rating, a review. We'd love that. Tons of five-star reviews, gentlemen. In fact, we only have like one one-star review and nobody even left a rating, I don't think. It was just some random hater, probably from another podcast <laughs> that left us a one-star review. So you know what? You know what they say? You Once you have haters, you made it or something like that. I don't know. That was a real <laughs> white boy version of it, I guess. But uh, there you go. Hater uh, anyway, <laughs> yes. Uh... Guys, get the win against the Chargers. Um, San Diego. <laughs> Superchargers. Don't be a hater like a Raider. Don't be a traitor like a oh, Raider. Oh, my bad. I'm oh not as uh, well-versed as you are. That's all right. Nobody Yeah, how really many times is. have you listened to these anthems, Tyler? This is a little <laughs> disturbing now at this point. Oh, jeez. I have uh, had a few bad days. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, few... Uh, I feel like Michael Scott in 2020. You know, I've had a little bit of a rough patch. <laughs> the whole year, actually. <laughs> whole year, actually. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, not a rough patch for the Raiders this year. Sitting at 5-3 and three through the half, halfway through the season. Like we just talked about. Down to the Chargers. Guys, honestly, I think... Uh, what were we? It was, uh, it was 31-26 uh, when we kicked the field goal. And I think it was like four and a half minutes left, maybe a little over four and a half minutes left. Honestly, in my mind, I thought, okay, if they can go down and score in like two, two and a half minutes, which I kind of just assumed they would, I thought Carr and company will still have like two minutes to go down and either A, kick a field goal to win it or get a touchdown. And I felt more confident in that than I did when I started to realize I was like, they're going to take their time and try to win this against our defense, which on all honesty was really smart, uh, smart move uh, by the Chargers coaching staff because our defense currently sits at 32nd in the NFL against the run and 26th against the pass. So so poor, poor, uh, to be kind about it. Um, but you know what? They bent and didn't break. At the end of the day, Johnson got it done twice, <laughs> and it was, it was amazing. Like... Props to him. Do we know what happened with Trayvon Mullen? Like, I don't even hammy. know. Like to this Tweet day, it's Wednesday. Hammy. Oh, hamstring. Oh, okay. 
Is he going to be back for the Broncos game? We're going to need him. I don't know, but Colton Miller didn't practice today, Wednesday, either. But guess who was back, gentlemen? With two cracked ribs. Two uh, fractured ribs. The man himself, Alec Ingold. The man, the myth. I believe he's almost hit legendary status. I uh, Absolutely. Alec Ingold. He's ready to just blow some people over, open beast. up some holes for Josh Jacobs. And uh, the guy that sucks, uh, who's, book, who's uh, Jacobs' backup that's really know. bad? He's terrible. Yeah, I know. Eight and a half yards He's per only carry. Why is he even like, on the team? Yeah, he only averaged like 8.4 yards a carry last game. Boo. Terrible. Despicable. I did better than that in high school. Jeez. Yeah. Mike yeah, averaged Booker. like 15 yards a carry in That's high school. Right. <laughs> I only what got is this the ball bum times, doing out but... here? Booker yeah. is a beast. Yeah, he is. Booker's an animal. And I... Honestly, I... I didn't uh, I didn't realize like uh, I... there were other running backs that I was hoping we would get to back up uh Jacobs. And Booker when we got when we like kind of landed on Booker, I was like, "Okay, I guess." You guys can but say my thank goodness, you. I know, uh, you know, the resident Birch, also physician, was the one who loved that pick. And Birch, I gotta say, hats off to you, man. You you nailed that one. That dude's been a stud. If there was a week that uh, that Jacobs was out, heaven forbid. Like I'm pretty confident in in Booker sitting back there and pounding the rock for a week or two. So hopefully that doesn't happen, but. So far in his backup role, that dude's been a monster. Yeah, absolutely. And even Jalen Richard, I think we had a third and eight, third and ten, had a big catch and conversion to keep one of the drives alive. I think it was on our scoring touchdown drive, actually. Well, okay, we had several, but I think it was in the second half. Yeah, um, that set up uh, Booker's touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, golly, it was a really, it's nice to see everybody getting involved. Uh, apparently minus Henry Ruggs, who needs to work on his footwork. Uh, because when the ball's thrown eight <laughs> yards out of bounds, uh, you're supposed to be able to still drag a toe, allegedly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, you know, I don't know. I That's just what I hear from the experts on Twitter and on social media. Is this the same uh, uh, experts that were talking about Booker as well? Potentially. Uh, different. Wow. Uh, different. Different the- experts. <clears throat> Are these the same experts on uh, on Trent Brown's injury? Uh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> ah, yes. Okay. Well, that explains Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Anyway, him. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was I was pleased with the game overall, guys. It's been such a weird year. We talked about this in the last podcast, Tyler, you and I. That like, I really don't have any expectations anymore. Like, would I have liked to see us thump the Chargers? Do I think we could have? Yeah. Now, I think it's a different game. If uh if we have our full offensive lineman in there, I think it's a I think that's a a lot different game. But uh, um, I, there was a point in that game it seemed like I saw and it was like it could have been totally di- oh when we got the fumble when when uh, yeah. when when uh, Wilbur falls on the fumble we go down and score a touchdown there like that's a totally different ball it's like game over yeah, yeah there were it's a, over there were a couple of different times in that game. Where, like, we could have buried them, but just didn't. And that always is a little concerning, but that just seems like that's like the Raider football. Like, I'm tired of 
hoping for something different, I guess I'm just going to embrace it. Everything's going to be pretty much a nail biter, whether you're going against a really good team like the Chiefs or you're going against a really poor team like Denver. I don't expect anything different this week. I don't expect us to blow Denver out of the water. In fact, I expect a pretty similar game to what we just saw again against the Chargers, to be honest with you guys. So, I mean, Wouldn't we'll surprise see. me either. Yeah. Bert, uh, sound off on the Chargers game. Anything good, bad, ugly that you saw there? Anything you want to highlight or touch on uh, before we kind of get around the league and then get into this week's uh, game against the Broncos? Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. Like, like, I looked at the score. I mean, the score at the end of the game, we put up 31 points, and I look at our total yards on offense, it was like 320. I was like, how in the world did we score that many points? And like... I mean, we left right. some points out there, obviously. Um, had that uh, play right before halftime <laughs> where Carr got right the sack fumble with Waller running down wide open. Looked like a little bit of hands to the face there on Mr. Sam Young, but he kind of got uh, trucked back right into Carr. So, um, you know, as much as we bash um, <laughs> good old Parker here on the podcast, He's actually kind of yeah. held his own the last couple of weeks. I mean, I haven't, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't really seen many holding penalties on him. Or, but no, nope. he's filled in nicely. Um, and I mean, no Trent Brown or um, Colton Miller, but you know what? It we got the win with a depleted offensive line for the second week in yeah. a row. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm happy with the performance. I would still like to see. Um, the other team's receivers actually have a another Raiders defender near them when they catch the ball or try to catch yes, the ball. That would be cu- that would be instead nice. of leaving yeah, Keenan like, Allen running wide open multiple times throughout the game. First downs. I mean, yeah. how do you let their best wide receiver get that wide open? Like someone should have eyes on that dude constantly. So, yeah, there's still some tweaks and stuff that need to be made on the defense. Offensively, I mean, we we won ugly. And you know what? I am super pleased with with Derek Carr. I mean, if people want to keep bashing him and saying that he is, um, I mean, I'm fine with all the hate that he's getting because he's out there and he is playing with his hair on fire. I mean, the dude's running and jumping for first downs. He's holding on to the ball, not fumbling out of the end zone. Um, a la Derek Carr of 2016, if I, if you will. So, um, I like how he is creating outside of the pocket and you know what, if he can continue to run for two or three first downs in the game and extend drives, that's great with me. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy with where we're at. And if I'm not mistaken, Micah, uh, we are on pace for your, prediction of 10 and 6 for the las vegas raiders that was my bold prediction to start the year after i promptly said this is an 8 and 8 and 9 and 7 team (laughs) (laughs) then i turned around like 20 minutes later and said bold prediction i think we're going 10 and 6 so i don't know how that works but you know it, it doesn't matter when uh uh when you're in media apparently you can just throw numbers out and hey it works and just go with it the good has got to be the offensive line, right? Um, to me, like, Tom Cable has worked miracles with that line this year because Miller was out. 
You have Brandon Parker starting at left tackle. Sam Young, who can't get out of the first series without getting injured at right tackle. You've got Denzel Good, who has been pretty much an all-star at this point. He's played right tackle. He's played left guard. Um, He's killing it in there. And you've got Hudson and you've got Gabe Jackson. And Hudson, the old stalwart guy, and Jackson's playing much better this year since he's not injured. But my the good goes to the offensive line this game because they controlled the line of scrimmage fairly well. There was a sack fumble, like Birch mentioned, but there was a lot. I mean, who really would have thought that going into that game, sure, Joey Boza didn't play, but you've still got Melvin Ingram. You've got, but I mean, it's like, it's Brandon Parker. (laughs) Like, you should... If he's your starting left tackle, you're screwed. And he he played very well. Sam Young made it through a whole game without getting injured. And, uh, you know, that's that's what you have to do to win. You have to win games ugly sometimes. And I feel like the Raiders won a game. It was a little ugly. We thought they'd lost um, at the very end, but then... Somehow they pulled it out and totally redeemed themselves. Hey, just going, touching on the offensive line. Could you imagine being the cornerback when Rodney Hudson and Gabe Jackson pull around the end and you have to come up and make a play? Could you imagine seeing those two guys coming at you? Oh, my gosh. On that that Booker touchdown in the... (laughs) Uh, in the first quarter where he went 23 yards around the end, not even close to being touched. Was it, was it Hudson or was it, it was, was Gabe it Jackson? Jackson, Gabe, all 325 or whatever pounds of him just, I mean, flattens the poop out of that poor corner. <laughs> that poor defensive back had no chance. And Booker in the, uh, but yes. Booker in his press or his post game conference was like, I would have that would have scored in a flag football game. Nobody even touched me. <laughs> <laughs> and he would be correct. Um you know another another good thing I, I'm gonna throw this out here. Birch already mentioned it. Has Derek Carr returned to twenty sixteen form? That is my question to you both. And this, I I say yes. And it's because of this. This is from Raider Posts. You can find them on Twitter at Raider Posts. Derek, Derek Carr's first game, first eight games. Good heavens. 2020, he's got 2,002 yards passing, 69.8% completions, 110 uh, passer rating QBR of 77. He's got 108 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns and two interceptions. Pretty decent numbers. 2016. He had, tw- he had 2,300 yards passing at this point was only completing 57% of his passes, had a passer rating of 99.2, a QBR of 58.8, 61 rushing, uh, yards, 17 touchdowns and three interceptions. So, that being said, has he returned to 2016 form? Micah? I am going to say yes. Just because, like, watching him run around diving over, you know, corners and stuff like that. 
it just it feels like it. It remind now obviously hopefully we don't have the same ending as 2016, Derek Carr. But uh, watch it. One of the one of the plays that was like whoa when he scrambles out to his right and hits Hunter Renfro, you know directs him down the field and hits Hunter Renfro for like 53 yards. Uh, and then di- on a third and ten, diving over the I think it was a linebacker if I'm not mistaken. Uh, to get the first down instead of, you know, sliding and just taking three. Uh, like, that's the that's the Derek Carr we needed. Like, that's that kind of, you know, John Gruden called it like this, you know, the secret sauce or whatever. Like, that's that extra oomph that this offense needed. That little extra juggernaut piece. That, that little wrinkle against defenses that just, when you start to pile things up like that, like, that could have easily just been, I feel like over the last couple of years... Just like a throwaway by Derek Carr on that rollout. Or he slides two or three yards short and it's fourth down and they kick the field goal instead. Like, now he's making those extra plays that, like, are cool when you see them at first. But then at the end of the game, like, you pile it all up and it's like, wow, that made a big difference in that game. Like, all of those things put together. So, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to stick with it. Say yes. He is back to 2016 form. He's having fun out there. You see it. And I think that's dangerous. I think that's dangerous for opposing defense when Carr starts having fun. And like we talked about, guys, imagine when this offensive line actually is a full unit. Like, um, like if we actually ever get to see that. But I don't know what the status is on Incognito. Uh, we know Trent Brown's out for, you know, till middle of December, I guess. So you hope that we're in position for a playoff push if we get him back at that time. Um, if we could even get Incognito back, I mean, I feel like a lot of pieces would kind of shuffle back to their original positions, and I'd love that. But anyway, all that to say, yes. Yes, indeedy, Carr's back to 2016 form in Micah's book. Um, I'm going to also agree with you on that one. I also think that he is back to that form. I mean, uh, when he had Crabtree and Cooper... Um, I mean, you kind of saw the same thing. You saw the deep throws. Um, you saw him, Tyler and I, um, kind of had the same thought that very first game of 2016 when he scrambles against the new Orleans saints and like does a front flip on the sideline to pick up a first down. That's the kind of plays that you're seeing right now. You're seeing an aggressive Derek Carr, And in my opinion, when he is aggressive like that and running, that brings a whole nother element to the game. Like, and he's also looking to, like you mentioned, Micah, on the plate, Hunter Renfro, he's looking to make throws down the field. And maybe that's the weapons that he has now. I don't know. But regardless, I'm liking what I'm seeing from our quarterback, and it's about time. Because usually, like you said, on that rollout to Hunter Renfro, he would look for the check down. But now he's like, okay, I'm being aggressive. I'm going to take a deep shot here. And he's an accurate passer. I mean, we see that. I mean, the throw to Aguilar was on the money. Um, I mean, and how about Nelson Aguilar, man? What a pickup for the Raiders. Um, I just wish we could get, Hunter, like we mentioned, Henry Ruggs a little bit more involved rather than just sending him deep down the sideline or deep down the middle i'd like to see him get a little more screen passes maybe some slants or something get him a little more involved but sorry to digress back to Derek carr yes i believe that he is back to 2016 form and like you said i pray that uh, the outcome is a little bit different than 2016 
freaky fact there, though, we do have the Colts coming up. <laughs> and that's the game that he got injured in. Not that that matters. Not that I'm superstitious. I'm a little stitious, but... <laughs> I am a little stitious, but not superstitious. Um, so I, I feel like he's played very well this year. He has... I, I would put in one more play that I was very impressed. We talked about... The head first dive for the first down. You talked about Renfro's uh, catch and pass, and you talked about Aguilar's uh, drop in the bucket on that long touchdown. He actually had 44 yards passing in the first half. That pass was more yards than he had the entire first half. Um, Another pass that I was very impressed with was the touchdown pass to Waller. If you look at that pass, that I'm impressed with Waller catching it, but Carr put it exactly where he had to, out of the reach of anybody else that that was in the area. He yeah, and it was a bullet. Like Waller's hands, I'm surprised didn't just like pop off with the ball <laughs> because that was a hard throw. That was a, an accurate throw, but I was impressed with that throw as well. Um, and when I went back and watched the game, I was like, holy crap. Like, he just snatched that. I, I didn't I didn't even think he caught it, but that was a, a heck of a play on that one. Ball had to be um, in a very specific spot, and Waller's, uh, Waller snatched it out of the midair. So... Yes, and going back to Henry Ruggs, I'm going to throw out another question uh, because I can, and um, you do guys <laughs> have to answer it. What's that? I said do it. Yeah. Is Do you guys feel like Henry Ruggs is... Is he not getting the ball because of scheme? Is he not getting the ball because he just doesn't understand the scheme or do you feel like it's a combination of both and i i'm gonna throw that to birch since he kind of brought it up we'll throw it to him first and then micah we'll hear from you and your brain <laughs> <That's good. clears throat> okay i'm going to throw it to scheme and how we use our players um we've seen in the past that we t- we technically don't use our players how they to their yeah. play to their strengths. Um, I mean, he was a wide receiver at Alabama. I mean, look at all the wide receivers that have come out of Alabama. Julio Jones, uh, Cooper, who's pouting like a baby right now. Um, <laughs> Calvin Ridley. I mean, you've got some dang good wide receivers, and they know how to prepare their um, receivers for the NFL. So I don't I I mean I think that he is a smart player and he understands what he's doing, but right now, like yeah, we'll run an occasional fly sweep with him, um, but it's all deep shots down the field, like just bombs down the field. Why not get him running some slants? Like you saw some tape against Alabama, he'd take a slant and he'd go to the house with it, like. You just got to get him the ball and let him work in space. Like, I mean, they do that with Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. Like, 
He's not running deep shots down the field, 50, 60 yards down the field every time. Yes, he can take the top off the defense, but he also they also get him involved in other ways. And so I think that we, and maybe he's struggling to pick up the playbook. I mean, we've, we've heard Gruden's playbook is kind of difficult to learn. He's in his rookie season. He missed a couple games. There was no preseason camps or anything like that. So maybe it is a little bit of everything, and hopefully the second half of this season um, we can find a way to use him a little bit better. Because, I mean, imagine that. Like, if we can get um, rugs rolling, you got rugs. Aguilar's just been amazing. You got Waller, you got Renfro, and then you got the two-headed monster in the backfield with Booker and Jacobs. Like, what are you going to do to stop this offense? Like, so I think that... I don't know. It's kind of up in the air, but I think that we need to use him a little more wisely. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I don't wonder if a lot of it has been recently. The fact that we have been missing so many pieces on the offensive line that maybe the scheme has changed the past few weeks. There aren't so many drop back and let routes develop because we don't know how much time Carr is going to have in the backfield. I don't, you know, I don't watch the bird's eye view to see like what kind of routes Ruggs is running. Is he running deep routes all the time? Is he running the crossing? You know, I don't know. I don't know. That would be my first thought is like, well, you know, we're, we're down our, we've been down our tackles this past game. You know, we've been down Trent Brown for what? Three weeks now? Four weeks? Like, I think he's played one week. Yeah. He played against the Chiefs, that's it. Uh, And how long have we been without Incognito? What, four weeks now, I think? Three or four Um, weeks? I think, like, five. Okay. Yeah, there's the the bye week thrown in, though. So, yeah, it's been a while. Sorry. So, I'm wondering, and uh, that's what I wonder, but going back to Birch, your point, um... Yeah, I mean, why not like some jet sweeps with rugs? Why not, you know, some shovel passes out of the shotgun as he's crossing? I mean, we see them do that. I think Tyree Kill scored a touchdown on that exact play, actually. Against us. Um, when you saw it against the Chargers, we ran one uh, fly sweep and he got he picked up 10, 11 yards on it. Right, like, right. Or even like some wide receiver screens, you know. I've seen us throw wide receiver, wide receiver screens to Renfro. Why would you not throw that to rugs? So, yeah, it's it begs the question. It also, I don't know what he looks like in one-on-one coverage on those kinds of routes. Is he getting separation? Uh, is he, you know, playing like a rookie and having a difficult time? Is it going to be something he needs to settle into? Uh, I don't, I don't have the answers right now, but it is, you know, the first wide receiver off the board. I mean, we're looking at Judy in Denver right now, he's tearing it up this year. You know, that, that was a wide receiver we could have had. Um, so, and I, I <laughs> hate to say it, but against our defense, I think you're going to watch, you're going to see a lot more of Judy again this week. So yeah, I would have to say probably just from my layman's perspective, probably part scheme, part game plan. I, I guess game planning is scheme. Um, I would also put part of that on uh, just being a rookie. 
just being a rookie, and we kind of knew this going in. I mean, we guys, we talked about this. We were like, you know what's going to happen. All three wide receivers are going to be on the board, and we're going to pick rugs over Lamb and Judy. Well, lo and behold. That was your fault. <laughs> you know what? It really is. I take full responsibility. Um, and we did it. And, you know, we might be, you know, paying for that sin right now, so to speak. Uh, so, yeah, I... I mean, it's tough because it's the first wide receiver off the board. I feel like we should have a little more production out of him. I'm not ready to call him a bust by any means, but dang it. I mean, this offense is humming. I feel like Ruggs should be a little bit bigger piece of this offense than he has been. That's my opinion. So to answer the question, I guess, I'm going to go scheme slash being a rookie and it might take a season or two before we start seeing his footwork get better his separation at the line get better. Um, and it might be the price we pay for maybe jumping a little bit ahead, jumping the gun a little bit and passing on guys like Lamb and Judy uh, for the speedster. Yeah, and I I wish that we could be a little bit more creative in getting in the ball. I think you both mentioned that. it's It stinks that like about the only passes that he's caught are deep bombs, you know? And, right. and I get it, like, that's what he is supposed to do. But, I mean, I feel like in Alabama, they used him on screens. And there's a, I'm pretty sure, I'm having a brain fart. I can't remember if it who it's against. I, I want to say it was like Oklahoma, or it, I can't remember. But anyway, he gets a little screen pass, and then he's just gone. And I'm like, why can't we do that? Why can't we love screen passes? Why the heck can't we do like a wide receiver screen? I've seen him throw to Renfro a few times and Ruggs has shown great hands. I mean, he just about had that really deep pass that car threw eight yards out of bounds um, anyways. And and eight yards is is stretching it. I realize that. But people, uh, you know. You go to drag that second toe. Well, you're. I'd like to see you run it like a four-two-four and and burning down a field and try and drag your toes, Mister Man, on the couch with a bag of potato chips. Um, why don't you do that? And then I will in double coverage. Yeah, in double coverage. So, anyways, I I don't know. I think scheme is. I think scheme could be a little bit better. I know he's got to get a little stronger, and he'll add that in the off season. But uh, yeah, I've I'm a little I'm a little baffled at why he doesn't get the ball more. Uh, you, we took him at no at eleven overall, and he should have a bigger role in the offense. I think. Yeah, hey, he only car? has ten catches on the on the year. And, you know, we've talked about this with Derek Carr, though, guys. You know, he he likes throwing to, you know, receivers he's comfortable with. Is that part partially Carr, do You know, just not being comfortable trusting Ruggs yet. So he trusts Renfro. He trusts Waller. You know, he trusts Aguilar. I mean, Aguilar, I mean, if you were to tell me, you know, give put, put Ruggs' stats up there and Aguilar's stats up there, take the names away and say, who do you think's doing this? I would have put Ruggs' name where Aguilar's is right now, you know? But Aguilar's just having a massive season. Uh, and, and that's 
that's just an excellent pickup in the offseason for this Raiders offense. Um, but, you know, you have to factor that in, too, as I'm sitting here thinking about it. You know, maybe, you know, is it part of it is car? You know, I don't know. I, I haven't broken the film down. I haven't, like, looked and said, oh, my gosh, look right here. If car waits just a second, Ruggs is wide open. You know, or, you know, that kind of thing. I haven't seen those kinds of things. I haven't seen it on, I feel like there are plenty of people out there with kind of eyes in the sky that look for that sort of thing that I haven't seen that come up where people are like, oh my gosh, here's an, another week and another play that car misses to rugs, you know? Um, so I don't know, but that might be a factor in it too, though, that, that, uh, cars just not comfortable with rugs yet. So I don't know, begs the question, Raider Nation, we want to know, what's your take on Ruggs? Whose fault is it that Ruggs only has 10 receptions this year? I don't know. I don't have the answer, gentlemen. Not yet, anyways. Do you guys want to move into Around the League a little bit, really quickly? Can make some game picks and then get into this game against the Broncos? Absolutely. Let's Yeesh. do it, guys. We stick forks in people all the time. Um... Last week, we added the Patriots to the list. The Patriots get over on the Jets. Guys, I had mentioned this on the podcast last week. I said, don't be surprised if the Jets take down the Patriots. Almost happened. But uh, Jets Jets uh, had their eye on the prize and uh, and said, nope. So they smashed victory or defeat from the jaws of victory in Jets fashion. I love I love that their coach still has a job. I just love everything about that. <laughs> How is that possible? I don't know. How is it possible? It's not possible. That's what's wrong. Oh, my. That is so good. Um, he's so bad. <laughs> he's so bad, it's so good. Is really what it is. Guys, uh, Falcons, Texans. Here's who we've stuck a fork in so far. Uh, we're gonna roll reverse this a little bit. I want to see if there's anybody that should take we should take the fork out of. So I'm gonna read this list and tell me if anybody should take should have the fork taken out of them. We've got the Falcons, the Texans, the Jets, the Cowboys, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Giants, the Washington Football Team, the Vikings, and the Patriots have all had forks stuck in them. Anybody on? That list, gentlemen, that you would argue to take the fork out of. Like, are the Patriots still alive after beating the Jets and storming the field uh, in their in their uh, last-second field goal? I, I, I shot a, a message out on Facebook, a post, that said, look like they just won the Super Bowl. Everybody's out there dancing and celebrating and, like, hoisting the kicker on their shoulders, carrying them off the field. I thought they were going to start climbing up the goalpost and taking it down <laughs> and stuff like that. I was like... Guys, it's Start the Owen. painting them red. Yeah, yeah. It's like it was Joe Flacco who hasn't started a game in like Lord knows how long. And the 0-8 Jets, like you didn't just beat, you know, Patrick Mahomes. Like I've got one. I think who you got? I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna say we might be on the verge of taking the fork out of the Falcons. Oh my. They've won two in a row. I mean, they beat the, the Panthers. Then they beat the Broncos. Yeah. And then if you look at their schedule, they, um, I mean, they lost, they've lost some really close games. I mean, they lost five games to start, but I mean, they lost the heartbreaker to the Cowboys. They 
lost by four to the Bears. They lost by two touchdowns to the Packers. Yeah. Um, lost by one to the Lions on a last second thing. I mean, they're not they're not an easy out. Anytime you got Matty Ice and Julio Jones out there, right? Uh, they're still. I mean, they're playing without Calvin Ridley right now, right? Uh, uh, Todd Gurley is one of the top five rushes in the league right now. Yeah, I mean. They're, and they're on a bye week this week, and then yeah. we get to play them in a couple weeks. So, to be, I'll be honest with you guys, I don't like that game for the Raiders nope. simply because we just watched our pass defense just get raked up and down the field. Now we get to go against, you know, presumably Calvin Ridley's back, Julio Jones. Like, I don't like that at all. If the Raiders go, I think we travel. Do we travel to Atlanta for that game? I believe we do. Yes, we do. Yep. I, I don't. Even with that schedule, but Birch, like you said, they're a tough out. This team could easily have like a two or three more wins under their belt this season. I don't like that for the Raiders, guys. I, I and I, honestly, unless the Raiders start dominating that week, I'm probably going to pick an L for the Raiders. I, 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 to be honest with you, I just do not like. I do not like our defense against that offense, and if it comes into a shootout, uh, I like the, the 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 weapons that the Falcons have. With Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Gurley, I, I think match up every bit as, if not more than, the weapons that the Raiders have. So I like that's a good pick, Tyler. What do you think? Do we do we take the Falcons off that list? I feel like we need to vote on this. It's voting season. Do we vote on this to take the Falcons off? Sure. Put it to a vote. <laughs> Put it to a vote. Birch is an I. But Tyler, yay or nay? Uh, I'm going to vote nay. What's, okay, I'm going to, um, can I click on their link here? What's their remaining schedule? Anybody have their schedule up right here? I do. What, hit me really quickly, bro. What you got? Um, let's see. They play, so they have a bye this week, then they go Saints- Raiders, Saints, Chargers, Bucks, Chiefs, Bucks. That's a rough way to end the year. Yeah, you know, after hearing that, I hear like maybe two more wins in there, maybe three. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, Birch. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna vote nay as well. Okay. I, don't, I don't take the fork out of the Falcons. Now, hear they me go, now. Believe me later. Okay. Hey, you heard it here first. They go beat the Saints. You know. I, wa- I just got done watching every analyst, every talking head pick the butts, bucks for the Monday Night Football the butt, game. The butts. <laughs> the butts. They shall ever be known on this podcast as the butts. <laughs> the they Tampa played Bay like butts. And they played like butt. Yeah. <laughs> what did that end up being? 31 to 38 three? to 3. Oh, my gosh. Which is weird because we beat the Saints, but we lost to the Bucks. So, like, where does that place us? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In a weird twilight zone. That's right. Um, So if they if they beat the Saints, if the Falcons beat the Saints, then I'm all for staking the fork out of them. Otherwise, the fork stays. Tyler, what you got? Here's a team that I think that I said last week. Even I doubled down and said yes, the fork is in them. Look at what the Vikings are doing ever since Dalvin Cook Mm. came back. They are destroying people. That's because they've taken the ball out of Kirk Cousins' hands. 
Exactly, because he stinks. So you give the ball to Dalvin Cook and magical things happen like winning. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I almost wonder if we take the fork out of the Vikings. Gosh, you know, they play the Chicago Bears this week. The Bears have lost three in a row. Like, is there any more? Is there a team that's a bigger, bigger stain on the winning side of humanity than the Bears are? Uh, then they're going to go and they're going to play the Cowboys. Then they play the Panthers, the Jaguars, the Buccaneers, the Bears again, and then they end with the Saints. I mean, golly, the way they've been playing the last couple weeks. They went and destroyed the Packers and destroyed the Lions. I could see them doubling up against the Sh- I, Heck, I could see them winning the next three. The, yeah, Bears, the Bears, the Cowboys. The Cowboys, the pa- Panthers, Jags. Oh, Jacksonville. Heck yeah. What all of a sudden that puts them at what? Seven and six? Then they play the Butts. <laughs> seven and seven. They play the then Bears. They play the eight Bears. and seven. And then they've the got Vi- the, the Vikings. Saints. Are, or the Saints are up and down. So eight and seven, eight and eight, nine and seven. Um, eight and eight, nine and seven, maybe when they started off the season like one, now they're, two, that, three, oh, and three. I like one that. and four, one and five. You know what? I'm gonna vote in favor of taking the fork out of the Vikings. Tyler, you do the same. Aye. I, Birch, are you gonna make it even? Or are you gonna just be ornery? I'm gonna be ornery because you guys <laughs> nixed my pick. <laughs> yes. Yes! Stick a fork in him. Keep well, it in there. You know. Okay. You're outvoted. Take the it's fork to- out. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's a clean sweep then. Clean sweep. So the Vikings, I'm gonna cross them off the list here. Vikings off have the been, forked list. Yep, yeah, they've been unforkified. Um let's see here. Uh, I was looking at the standings. Give me one second here. There was a team I wanted to add. The oh, Jets are still on the forked oh, list. Okay. The Patriots on the forked list. We haven't added the Chargers. Is it time to add the Chargers to the forked list? <sighs> I I like Herbert, gentlemen. Herbert well, is yeah. good. And they play I'm the Dolphins. Afraid... That's going to be a good game this week. We Who's need them to beat hot? the Dolphins, actually. Yes, we do. We need to beat the Broncos, and they need to beat the Dolphins. That's what yes. we need to happen. So so here's your Chargers' remaining schedule. Dolphins, Jets, Bills, Patriots, Falcons, Raiders, Broncos. I mean, we're, what did we They don't play the butts? They're 2-6 and six right now. I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't see this team... With that remaining schedule, uh, I mean, you give them uh, Miami's a toss-up. I think they can beat the Jets. I don't like them against the Bills. I, they potential to beat the Patriots. Potential to beat the Falcons and the Raiders and the Broncos to the end. So really, the last four games are toss-ups. But still, that puts them, you know, maybe seven and nine. Maybe, but I don't even think they get to seven wins because they keep losing stupid games. Right. So do we stick the fork in the Chargers? I move to vote I. Yeah, I'm Even though I really well. do like Herbert. I think Herbert is going to be... 
yeah. a pain in the butt for the next foreseeable future. Yeah, another, I 100% agree. Another quarterback. I'm not scared of luck. I had this conversation at work with somebody. I couldn't care less about luck. I don't think he's going to be that great. But uh, Herbert, Herbert and Mahomes for the next 10 years, that's, yeah. uh, that's looking rough. A little bit rough. If you can get a coach that is somewhat decent in San Diego and uh, not blow leads. Like how many, how many leads have they blown? They're up to like four now, aren't they on the season? I think so. So before they lost to us, they had lost four straight where they were winning by double digits. Wow. Wow. Um, so, uh, Birch, Birch left momentarily, but is back Birch. We added the Chargers to the Forkham list, um, just because there's the remaining schedule, a lot of toss-up games, but I, we don't see them. Like, 7-9 and nine is probably going to be, like, best-case scenario Sounds good for the me. Charger. Uh, last one, guys, the team we're playing, Denver, this week. Do you fork them after just getting annihilated uh, by the Falcons? Do you do you stick a fork in the in the Broncos this week? You know we haven't talked about the injury report, but they're going to be without Shelby Harris. Uh, obviously, Von Miller's out. AJ Boye apparently he uh, they're trying to get him to pass protocols, or maybe he did he pass Tuesday? He has a concussion. Did did it seems like I thought I read somewhere that he had passed the the secondary <laughs> concussion protocols like Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know. Um, now they're talking about Judy has a injury that they're keeping an eye on as well for this week. Um, uh, so Let Jonathan Abram uh, hit that shoulder one time when Judy catches the ball and see how he fares with that one. Yeah, seriously. Um, but do we stick a fork in the Broncos or do we wait this week to see how they fare against the Raiders? Yes. I, I'm Okay. I was <laughs> I was going to say, I, I watched that game, the, 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 the Broncos-Falcons. If we don't rack up at least four sacks... I'm going to be disappointed because that offensive line for the Broncos, I haven't looked at this, looked at the statistics, but the Falcons just, I mean, they made camp back there with, with Locke. Uh, it, it was, it was like that, that poor dude was scrambling for his life half the time. And I thought we had, we had better, it better be a four sack game and Crosby better have at least a couple of them because that offensive line is bad. Who's that? Who's that first round pick they took here about three years ago? Uh, Garrett uh, Bowles from Bowles. Utah. Oh, gosh. didn't they take Risner last year too? Yes, they did. Bowles is bad, guys. He is bad. He's I, good. I, for, he's like Brandon Parker. He's good for at least a couple holds a game and a few sacks. Right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I, a I, personal foul when he gets really mad. Yeah, uh, it, it was. It wasn't good. So. I think, I mean, Denver's another team that has a lot of potential, but it's just not all there. Um, Tyler, going back really quickly, I agree with you on the Chargers. The Raiders are going to have to get some speed and some bull rush in those front four if we want to hang tough with this division over the next decade. Because the pass rush right now that we have is not going to get it done as Herbert gets better. And Patrick Mahomes ain't going to get worse unless he sustains some serious injury. Uh, which I don't wish on anybody, minus Tyreek Hill. Um, uh, so I, we're gonna have to come up with something because I, you know, Farrell had himself a good game last week. I I watched him all over the field. That was fun to see. But once again, 
he he kind of comes and goes. We need more sustainability out of that. Um, but we, we gotta be able to generate some sort of better pressure or else Herbert and Mahomes are just going to have us for breakfast, you know, week in and week out. And we're always going to be vying for like third place with the Broncos in that division. Um, or our offense is just going to have to carry the day. You know, we're gonna have to put up 34, 36 points a game. Um, so, uh, but anyway, getting back to the Broncos. So we keep the fork out until after this week. Is that your general consensus? Sure. Okay, we'll keep the fork out. Congratulations, Bronco fans. No fork in you. We should um, stick a fork in him just because it's the Broncos. Well, I, I like I said, I, I, I'm going to be severely disappointed if we don't beat Denver after what I watched last week. And, you know, I watched the game against the Chiefs as well, albeit that game was in terrible conditions. Uh, but Locke's from Missouri, man. He's you better, He's got to be used to that kind of stuff. Like that. That's no excuse. I feel like for them plays in Denver too. I mean, they start getting snow. You know, this time of year by you know middle of October they start. Can't wait to finish fly. the season off in Denver. Oh, that's gonna be peachy key. I remember how that went for us last year. Um. <laughs> anywho, guys. All right. So that does it for that. So let's get to some game picks, gentlemen. Uh, currently the standings are Micah and Birch sit at 25 and 15. Tyler nipping at our heels at 24 and 16. <sighs> A lot of good games this week, guys. Let's start with the Colts versus the Titans. Tyler, why am I getting an ugly face from you? What? What? He's mad he's in last place. I don't like on? being in last Okay, if you're not first, you're last. You should be used to it being a Raiders fan. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm sick of that most of the time, too. Yeah, (laughs) I'm with you. I like to win. (laughs) Birch, you go first. Colts versus Titans. Uh, That's going to be... In fact, that's tomorrow night. This is a Wednesday podcast. This will be... This game's on. I believe that's the Thursday night game. Who do you like? Um, I like... Ooh. (laughs) I like the uh, Titans in this one. Only because I saw Philip Rivers try and make a, a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a national he treasure. Fell, he fell flat on his rear, <laughs> and then the guy hurled try. over top of him. <laughs> I don't, He's an athlete. I've never, I've never trusted Philip Rivers because no. playing in the same division, you know you're going to get at least one interception each time you play him, if not more. Right. And he's getting old, and they're lucky that their defense has carried them this far. Right. So I, but I'm still going to go with the the Titans because um, it's Philip Derrick Henry, right? AJ Brown is is getting back healthy. Yeah, going to Titans. Sorry, that was a lengthy explanation. No, you're fine. Tyler, who do you like? I'm going with the Titans, Bob. That's a clean... I've been waiting for that. Yeah, I know, right? You're welcome. That's a clean sweep. We all picked the Titans. Uh, The Colts, I think, yeah, like, that was a great point, Birch. Colts are always... Phillip Rivers is always good between one and three interceptions a game. So, (laughs) yeah. I mean, imagine if that defense wasn't a top... uh, They're like a top three or a top five defense currently. Yeah, like they would be straight garbage, uh, and everybody'd be like, "Why did we sign Philip Rivers?" I think there are a lot of Colts fans. In fact, I know a couple of Colts fans that are like, "I hate this guy. I hate him so much." <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I'm like, "Like you knew this is what you were getting. Like 
you what you thought he just needed to change the scenery like the dude had massive receivers in san diego still couldn't get it done so anywho bills he's always good for for uh, a couple interceptions and a new kid <laughs> in that order or like <laughs> I don't know I don't know what order they come in but <laughs> well put oh my you gotta get that tax deduction man um, <laughs> let's see Bills versus Cardinals uh, Tyler who do you like it's in the desert in Arizona oh it's in the desert yes sir dang you know who's really good Kyler Murray for yeah, being five foot six, he's really good at playing quarterback. Uh, he had a hundred and ten yards rushing last game. He was their leading rusher. That was on six attempts. That's pretty stinking wow. good. Um, but they're going against the Bills, and the Bills are coming off a win over Seattle. Big um, win. Big Blue win. Seattle out of the water. But, yeah. So this week, that means they're going to lose, right? Because they had a big win. Right. Wrong. I'm going with the Bills in this one, Bob. Ooh, Tyler with the Bills. That's a tough matchup. Birch, who do you like? Um, I, too, am going with the Bills. Although the Cardinals have a really good young quarterback, so do the Buffalo Bills, hailing from the University of Wyoming. Knew that was coming. Yep. Yeah, you did. Going with the Bills. I like it. You know what? I'm going to be on. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I'm gonna, just because they're at home. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray in that offense. Okay, you're um, going to be in last place. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just got to put your big boy pants on and you got to go against the grain. So I'm going to go with the home team on this one. Mike is going Cardinals and we'll see what happens. Uh, did you know that uh, Kyler Murray is actually the first official dwarf to play quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm Shots fired. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh, I digress. The Seahawks travel to well, it's not St. Louis anymore. It hasn't been St. Louis for a while. The L.A. Oh, Rams, yeah. gentlemen. Seahawks versus Rams. Tyler, who do you like? Seahawks versus Rams. I think the Rams. They've already played once this year, right? And the Rams I so. won. I believe so. Uh, Let me look. I don't know about that. No, they haven't played yet. Yeah. I, oh, I thought that the Rams had already beat them once this year. No, they play again the end of December. Okay. Um, man, Seahawks coming off of a loss. They have a horrible defense. Like oh, their, their defense, defense is bloody awful. Yeah, and guess who runs it? Ken oh. Norton Jr. Oh, <laughs> that explains a lot. Yep. Sure does. And not to say that our defense is much better under Paul no. Gunther. No. Because he's an uh, idiot. The Seahawks pass defense is last in the NFL. Ah. So yeah. Our yeah, run Jared defense Goff is, is last, not right? playing the best right now either. No. No, the Rams aren't exactly. The Rams are so hot and cold right now. These are two teams. I mean, the Seahawks are 6-2. and two, The Rams are 5-3. and three, But I don't feel like I can trust either team right now. Yeah. I feel like I can trust the Seahawks more because they have an MVP caliber quarterback. So that's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be the difference in the game for me. I'm gonna yeah. pick the Seahawks, Bob. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks as well, just because of the experience there. Uh, I do think it's a fairly high scoring game, but uh I think I think Wilson 
I think the offense is uh, the offense of Seattle will be able to outperform the offense of the Rams at the end of the day. I don't like Goff. I never have. I've never liked Jared Goff. Uh, I always said, wait and see. Even the year they went to the Super Bowl, I said, wait and see. And I think, I, yeah, I'm thinking I might be proved right at that at the end of the day. So I'm going to go Seattle as well. Birch, what do you think? Um, also, we'll go with Seattle. Not only do they have an MVP candidate in Russell Wilson at quarterback, they also have the Hulk that is very fast playing wide receiver that is a dang good wide receiver in DK like Metcalf. It. Last one of the week. Uh, you point to did like everybody and their mother get the get it wrong with DK Metcalf? Like seriously, the guy was supposed to only know how to run one route, uh, and that was you know like his route tree was basically a stick pointing straight up in the air, and it was <laughs> like that's what it is. You just throw it up high, and he's supposed to come down and catch it. Um, like boy, nobody has ever gotten so much hype off of one picture of him with his shirt off in a gym and showing his, you know, washboard abs. So, nope. Apparently, DK Metcalf's pretty good at football and pretty good at running the route tree, pretty good at catching the ball. Just a pretty He also makes good really receiver. good tackles on 100-yard interception returns. Oh, my goodness. I've seen some excellent memes. Or I should say <laughs> gifs come from that. It's just That's the gift that keeps on giving. How do how about how how do you feel if you're Buda Baker like 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 he already uh, said he felt like there was nothing he could do about I it. I would have been scared to death. <laughs> yeah, imagine <laughs> that, that guy how, just how big is down. Metcalf? He's like six five, six six, isn't he? I think he's six four. Oh, six four, but that but dude, not an ounce of fat on that dude. No, that dude is just a massive mountain of a man. And and to see that like running you down <laughs> in your yeah. rearview mirror, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, no, thank you. Uh, last Six, one four, before we get two twenty nine. That's a that's a that's a big man, SpongeBob. <laughs> it's a, a big big, big man. man. <laughs> Ravens travel to New England. The Patriots just came off the hot win against the Jets. Uh, the Ravens <laughs> just got done beating the Colts, guys. I'm going to take the Ravens in this one. I told you at the beginning of the season, I don't like Cam Newton. I think he's overrated. I hadn't thrown a passing touchdown since week three up to last week's point. Did he have a passing touchdown last week against the Jets? I don't know if he did, guys. I know that. I know the run game was going strong. I don't. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Um, Oh look. Yeah. Yeah. No. He did not. Oh, so he still does not have a passing touchdown since week three. I'm sorry, but I'm taking the the visiting Ravens. I I think. I think it'll be fairly close, just because it's Bill Belichick and 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 the and the Patriots. But I think at the end of the day, it's like sixteen to twenty six, something like that. And I think the Ravens win. So I'm going to take the Ravens. Birch, what say you? Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens as well. Gosh, there's just no, there are no altercations here, and there, there's no. <laughs> Tyler, who do you take it? If you I'm going say, with the Ravens. Oh my gosh, I'm going to throw myself out my window right now. All right, fine. Well, you know, I'm going to just pull further ahead when the Cardinals beat the Bills. That's all there is to it. Um. All right, gentlemen, that brings us to uh, the main course. Broncos versus the Vegas Raiders. Um... 
going into this game, we talked about it. No Trent Brown. Uh, no, what? Let's see. Trayvon Mullen's parent up in the air. Have we heard about Arden Key? Arden Key was questionable for last week. Bert, you he had mentioned back this. today. Was he back today? That's a big return for that secondary. That means Joiner can move Wait, back into the Wait, did you mean Arnett or Arden Key? Arnett or I'm sorry, Key. Arden. Arden. I'm sorry, Arnett. Arnett. What I I meant Arnett. I know you have an infatuation with Arden Key and okay, how many sacks he gets. You know. This is well documented. <laughs> Pretty much weekly. Yep. You know, let's And just, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> let's let's stick to the topic at hand, shall we? Uh, you brought it up. Yeah, you said Arden Key. Don't get us mad at. Don't get well, mad you know at what? us. Maybe Arden Key should be out. I didn't know if receivers. he was making a position switch to cornerback because since he can't get to the quarterback, he might as Is well try David- to Oh my Birch with the shots flying over the bow of the ship. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Micah, Micah has just, left the building. Micah just left the pod. He's that angry about Arden Key that he has left the pod. He's said goodbye forever. Oh. What a day! What a day! <laughs> oh my gosh! No, Damon Arnett, our rookie corner out of Ohio State, is he back? I know he was questionable last week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I bet he plays this week. I don't know what the status is. Hopefully, that's a big pickup if he comes back. That would be awesome. That means we can move Joyner back to the slot and uh, where he thrives uh, instead of the safety <laughs> position. And uh, that would be excellent. Um, uh, incognito still MIA. Colton Miller uh, sat out today, if I'm not mistaken. That that concerns me. Um because they, uh, the Broncos have another defensive end. Uh, what's his name? I think he was from Missouri. Chubb. Chubb was from Missouri, Is it? wasn't he? No? Chubb was from Georgia. Oh, was it Georgia? Oh, okay. No? No. I was a few states Because there's Nick Chubb, the, Nick Chubb that's the running back from Georgia. Right. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Bradley Is it Bradley Chubb? Chubb? So, too, so much chubbing going on around here. NC State. Wrong. Oh, okay. Okay, I okay, I was a couple states off then. I mean, I was in the general <laughs> vicinity of the country. Um uh Chubb's been doing well. Uh he's filled in. I watched him. I watched him get after Matt Ryan a couple of times last week. So, um we need Colt Miller back. Like end of story. We need Colt Miller back. And he should be he should be back. Maybe they're just taking it taking it easy on him. I mean, he was a game time decision last week. So I think an extra week would do him well, but you mean, those are big dudes and they're trying to push off of, I mean, ankle injury. I mean, Tyler would know this, but I wouldn't, I'm not very smart when it comes to medical things. Okay. (laughs) 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 Okay. You're right about that. As far as I, yeah, and it's not like Colt Miller needs to like he needs to be there to get the game plan in or anything like that. Like he's a pretty much seasoned veteran almost at this point with the amount of games. Hadn't missed a game, guys, up until last week. Um, so and that was with a remember his rookie year. How everyone hated him because he oh, had everybody hated a, a torn MCL. He was playing with that that MCL tear. But I remember um, that. 
Yeah. Was and how everybody's pick. like, we should have taken McGlinchy. Now nobody in in uh, San Francisco wants McGlinchy. So we actually got that pick right for yeah, a change. Yeah, Colton Miller's looking like an anchor on that line, much like a Hudson's been uh, for a long time. Talk about a guy who just doesn't get enough respect. Hudson, my goodness. like I feel like we need to just like pay tribute for a few moments of silence every week for Hudson and in just appreciation for what he's done for this team through the ups and downs and mostly downs and outs uh, that we've had. That dude's been consistently baller. Um, if we can have Colton Miller back, Damon Arnett, uh, heck, throw Key in there too. If we can have Arden <laughs> Key back. <laughs> that I would like be that. a huge bolster to the secondary. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Arden <laughs> Key in the flats. I love that. Well, against that. the Chiefs, he pretty much played in the secondary, shadowing That's Mahomes true. everywhere. This is true. I like it. I like. Sorry, our- Micah. I apologize. <laughs> hey, no, get out of here with your apology. Um, it's too late to apologize. <laughs> Look, we didn't order a band. We talked about this, Tyler, at the beginning <laughs> of the podcast. I do what I want. <laughs> um, guys, I'm gonna pick the Raiders in this game. I'm pretty confident. I do think it's gonna be a similar game to that of kind of what we saw. Um, against the Chargers, I don't see a blowout. I see a fairly close game, uh, but I'm going to go 30 to 21. 30 to 21. The, do I like that score? No, I don't like that score. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 30 to 20. I'm going to I'm going to drop a point off of each. I'm going to go 30 to 20. The Raiders get it done. Denver's missing too many pieces on defense. Or, uh, yeah, defense. Uh, their offense, though, as we've seen, uh, we'll let anybody shred us like cheddar cheese over a taco. Um, so I think Locke's going to do that. But I do think we get to Locke at least four times. I'm going to say four times on Sunday. And that's going to be that enough. Was that a bold prediction? You know what? That would be considered bold for our our uh, our front four. But you know, you know who's going to get themselves a sack this week? Abrams. Abrams is going to get himself sacked up. And uh, I, I like thought it. you were going to say Arden Key. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe in the bull prediction segment, I'll throw Arden Key in there too. I don't know. Um, but uh, I'm going to say four sacks. Give Abrams one. And uh, I know his name is Abram, but we call him Abrams because that's just what we it's do. It's a term of endearment. We talked yep. about that last week. Yep. And for so all you new listeners, that's what that's about. Um, but I think the stuff like that, maybe even one of those is a strip sack. Uh, I like potentially even an interception here in this game. We get Mullen back, Arnett back. Uh, I like it all. Uh, I'm going to go 30 to 20 Raiders. Birch. No, I'm going to go Tyler. I picked Birch first last time. Sorry, Birch. Mainly because he just gave me a hard time about Arden Key. <laughs> Tyler, you go first. Um, I've been thinking about this game a lot. And there's really no team in the world that I hate more than the stupid donkeys. Amen. Um, like I can put up with the ch- San Diego <laughs> Superchargers. I can I can put up with them. I hate I hate the Chiefs, but like I have this loathing for the Broncos, the donkeys, whatever other name you want to call them. They're GM looks like their mascot. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I hate them. Like hate is a strong word. Like we're not supposed to use that word, but hate is 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 what I feel towards the donkeys. We're gonna have to score like thirty five points in the first half, and then pray to the heavens that we can withstand the second half onslaught that happens in a Broncos game. For whatever reason, the past like three weeks, they have come back from large deficits in the fourth quarter and beat the Chargers and almost came back to beat the Falcons. Um, I'm going to say we're going to, we're going to just blow the socks off these suckers. I'm going 42 points for the offense. Whoa. And and we're going to hold them to, I'm going to say 24. It's going to be 42-24. We are just going to blow the snot out of these buck-tooth idiots. <laughs> oh, gosh. Little little hate, vim, and vitriol against the... Uh, the Bron- vitriol Tell us how you really does feel, not Tyler. even start to describe my hatred for those idiots. And this is family-friendly, so I'm keeping it family-friendly, but I hate them. I hate them like all the orphans in the whole world. <laughs> and if you get that movie reference, then you can be my friend. And if not, probably like don't want to be my friend. Person. So Micah is no longer your friend because I know Except he does for Micah, not know that's he doesn't, <laughs> Micah never knows any of my movie references. We've got past <laughs> that true. point in our relationship. Um, but no, I hate <laughs> them. Birch, weigh in. All right. Uh, well, I weigh in at about two thirty-five right now. So, okay. <laughs> you know, I'm ending uh, Birch's chat here. I'm kicking <laughs> him offline. All right. Um, you know what? I see this game. We're back at home after two on the road. It is the Broncos. Anything can happen in a rivalry game. However, I had the same mind track as Tyler did I think that the Raiders we're going to come out and we're going to score some some points and I think we're going to actually hold them a little bit lower than what Tyler predicted I'm going with the Raiders win 35 to 17 wow I like Um, it I'm going to go with there's a little bit of extra Behind the scenes for this game between uh, Ruggs and Judy, both coming from Alabama. I'm going to say Ouch. Ruggs outperforms Judy. Whoa. Ruggs goes over 100 yards, maybe gets two touchdowns this game. Oh, I like it. Wow. You guys are really just like, you. you, you we're going to beat the brakes off the Broncos, according, and I love that. And if anything, if we could just do beat the brakes off the Broncos like we did I don't even remember what year it was, but it was like 52 to 14. That would just make my weekend. Seriously. That was the game that uh, Darren McFadden looked like he was still at Arkansas. Holy cow. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. All right. Well, we're all picking the Raiders this game, which means that we'll probably take the L. So, uh, you know, it's just not true. We all picked. We all picked uh, the Raiders to beat the Chargers. And the and the Browns won a two game winning streak. Okay, okay. <laughs> Super charge. Okay, now I gotta get control of this podcast here. Like 
I need a mute button. Good grief. Um, no, I like it. I like it. And, you know, we're, uh, dare we make it three games in a row? Bert, you mentioned this in the in the uh, chat room that we've got going on. I think we need to make it three in a row because uh, after this week, we play the Chiefs at home. And you better know that Andy Reid and company, they're out for blood, man. Well, yeah, because he's had two weeks to prepare for us. They're on a bye week this week. Thanks a right. lot, NFL, you jerks. Right. They're going to be they're going to be watching and waiting. And uh, we better be on our toes. The one thing that I would say, and this uh, going back really quickly to that Charger game, that was one of those points that with 19 seconds left and we're like trying to move the ball down the field, you know, like 50 yards to get into field goal position or whatever, 40 yards. Um, if we hadn't allowed that field goal, that's a totally different game. That was another one of those points in that game where it's like, it would have been 31-23, and they would have needed a touchdown and a two-point conversion with four and a half minutes left. Like, I feel pretty good about that. But so the Raiders, I feel like the last couple of weeks, we've just kind of let teams hang around. And I know we have no Trent Brown for a month. We have no incognito. I don't know what the thinking is there. I don't understand why Brown's out for a month. He went on the reserve COVID list. Does he have to stay? Is that what that is? When he goes back on the list, he's got to be out for four weeks. Um, no, probably because he's like 370 pounds and it's probably <laughs> taking okay. a toll on him and maybe a little bit. Maybe they're just trying to get him fully healthy for once for a playoff run. I don't know. I don't know what they're yeah. thinking. And I, I'm just I'm a little worried because I feel like we've kind of quote unquote gotten away with it with not having like a full like. We, we've forgotten about Brian Edwards, our wide receiver out of South Carolina. Man, you know, he just, his first game back was this last week, so. Yeah, so, but we haven't played really since week one with a full complement of, like, all our starters. With like Now, I know it's kind of, you know, you could say that probably for a lot of teams, but really the Raiders haven't, especially at the offensive line position, wide receiver position. You know, we've had cor- multiple corners out. Um, linebackers out. Um, and I feel like we've gotten away with it up to this point, but I feel like there's going to be a week where we're not going to be able to get away with it. You know, and I don't know if it's like we're just holding people out just a little, just uh, one extra week for precaution. Like we should be okay without, you know, without them this week. We should still be able to win. I'm a little worried that's going to catch up. It's going to come back to bite us. And it almost did against the Chargers, right? Like, uh, that could have very easily, we could have been sitting here just totally singing a different tune and going, well, oh my gosh, that was terrible and how horrible and, you know, that might cost us a playoff spot. Um, We got away with it last week. I feel like we kind of got away with it against the Browns too. Like, I don't want us to get too cute and be like, oh, you know, we'll be fine without this. You know, let's just wait for everybody to get back. The rest of our schedule is pretty easy. You know, we should be okay. And next thing you know, like we go lose, like honestly, gentlemen, like I could see us losing to the Chiefs and, ba- you know, back to back because I think we play the Falcons right after the Chiefs. I could see a couple losses right there. So we have to win this game against Denver because if that does happen, six and five is still not terrible. And with the remaining schedule of Chargers, Broncos, Jets, um, missing somebody else in there. Uh, oh, Dolphins, that's going to be a tough game. That's shaping up to be a really difficult game. Um, yeah. We're like, 
when when the wins when we can get the wins we got to get them like this week against Denver and I just I don't want us I I don't want us to get too cute with it you know what I'm saying like kind of like what we've talked about with some of the play calling and stuff it seems like we get little we get we build a lead you know we're up by eight or nine points and all of a sudden it's like why have we stopped like I feel like we've taken our foot off the gas I feel like like we're trying to kind of play around or experiment a little bit and then all of a sudden next thing you know oh it's tied okay we better put our foot back on the gas again it's like I hope we don't do that with personnel. That's just what I'm saying. I hope we don't do that with personnel. And next thing you know, we're here next week going, man, I can't believe we lost to the Denver Broncos kind of a thing. So That would be the worst case scenario. That's my rant there that I'm worried about the most. (sighs) Guys, do you have anything for Raider Nation uh, to wrap this podcast up? I think we've pretty much covered all the games. Do we have any bold predictions? I don't think we've done that. Oh, you know what? You're right. We have not. Well, you know what? Uh, Bert, didn't Birch just have... Birch dropped Birch a bold a, prediction. Yeah, that's true. I guess I'm the only one that didn't, because you said you're going to have... I got uh, Abrams I, for a sack this week. And right. I've got Crosby and, for two. And four sacks total. Yes, sir. Hmm... We've got to keep uh, what what's their running back's name? They have Gordon and Lindsey. Philip Lindsey. Lindsey, that's the one I'm worried about. Melvin yeah. Gordon's too drunk to play football right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lindsey, we're gonna keep Lindsey under seventy yards on the ground. Whoa, that's been a big part of their game. Lindsey's yes. been getting fed a lot, and he's been doing a lot with it. So and we're going to keep them to only seven points in the fourth quarter. Wow, bold! Broncos and, have been a second half team this year. Yeah, which is why that's a bold prediction. And then on offense, I think I think Carr has like he's on the verge of maybe having like a 375 yard game. Ooh. Like pushing 400 yards. Because the Broncos are rated what against the pass, Micah? Oh, uh I, you know, I don't well, let me see. Uh they're de- they're the defense is ranked 18th overall. Okay. Uh they're they're I know their run defense is ranked 13th in the NFL right now, so I guess you average that out. So yeah, it's going to be was that 25, 24 Ish. in the NFL? Yeah. 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 Carr is going to put up a 400-yard game. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. I like it. You know, we it's, it's the bold segment, so you got to do it. I like it. Yeah. Like it uh, gentlemen, you guys have any... Uh, uh, gosh, I had a question of the week, but I didn't write it down. So, of course, I can't remember it now that I'm on the spot and it's late at night. Um, let's see here. I'm going to check my notes, make sure I didn't tuck it away here somewhere betwixt these sheets of paper here. Um, oh, no, never mind. I don't have it. Sorry. We're my coming bad. up. We're coming up upon uh, one of my favorite times of the year in thanksgiving yes sir yes sir what is 
what is I, I think the past couple of years we've said what is the dish that you could do without the one <laughs> dish that you I can answer care Tyler's less. yeah it's the green bean casserole everybody knows that <laughs> uh, what is the one dish you cannot live without on Thanksgiving sling it over to Birch now oh, this is easy you can skip the turkey. I it's the homemade stuffing, not this stovetop garbage. Oh my! You gotta Did get. Did you just throw the turkey off the table? He threw the turkey out. Yeah, I mean turkey's good and everything, but to me, the homemade stuffing. Uh, I mean, with some spicy sausage, some celery, onions, some breadcrumbs, and then a drizzle some gravy over the top of that. That's that's the one dish you can't live without on Thanksgiving. Spicy so sausage at Birch's Thanksgiving. Is it just like is it like stuffing, stuffing galore? Yeah, is it stuffing in the middle of the table along with like yams and cranberry sauce and rolls and it's like there's no meat to be found except for that. No, that there's is in the there's meat to be found, trust me. Okay wow. then. Wow. Um, you know, for me, the turkey obviously stays because I'm an American and a human being. Um, (laughs) you you can't have, you can't have Thanksgiving. It's a toss up because I love pumpkin pie, but I would have to say the perfect compliment to turkey. It's gotta be mashed potatoes and gravy. You gotta have mashed potatoes and gravy at Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, I, I like it's the perfect and I'm a brown gravy person. I know Tyler is a white gravy guy, but I love that brown gravy. You got to have it because sometimes like at certain parts of the turkey, it can be dry. So we have a little mashed potatoes and a little uh, little lake of brown gravy right in the middle. Then you get that kind of moistness that your mouth needs when you're chewing on the dry turkey. So you mix that in there on your fork, you know, you get a little little of the white meat and you get a little of the uh, <laughs> get a little of the white meat turkey and the gravy and you're in business basically so yeah mashed potatoes and gravy for me all right well we've got stuffing for birch we got mashed potatoes and gravy for micah oh my um you know, I guess maybe we should say the side dish that you that you can't live without because the turkey is just there. Um, right. You know, my wife makes this really good sweet potato. Um, I guess you call it sweet potato casserole. It's got like candied pecans on top oh, wow. with lots of brown sugar and marshmallows and lots of grease. Um, and butter (laughs) and it's just delicious and the butter just seeps into the sweet potatoes and that is a dish that probably for the past I want to say like six years has just like I look forward to that dish with the turkey with the stuffing with the mashed potatoes and gravy with the pumpkin pies with the apple pies with the peach the cherry um all the pies basically and i i like that sweet potato casserole 
that my wife makes. I look forward to that because we get it at like Thanksgiving and Christmas and the rest of the year, sweet potatoes don't exist, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so that's what I am excited for is the sweet potato, I'll call it casserole. And uh, yeah, that's it. Well done, gentlemen. Uh, sweet potato casserole, stuffing with spicy sausage and <laughs> mashed potatoes and gravy. I love it. I love, it's getting way too late over here to do this <laughs> podcast. Oh, man. Dude, I love it. Good question to the nation. Guys, if you call in next, next week, give us your answer. What is the side dish you can't live without at Thanksgiving? I think we'll have to have a lot of these uh, questions over the next coming weeks with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Raider Nation, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. We appreciate the support. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. As always, we will catch you guys in the next episode. Just win, baby. 